0: Cozy Cottage Gaming Podcast, Episode 9. Today's date is June 29th, 2022, and you are listening to the first episode of the Am I the A-Hole Apple Pie episode, number one i record a variation of episodes for this podcast so you can pick and choose which meal you want to (laughs) consume so welcome welcome back to the cozy cottage and this is the place where cozy gaming chat and more occurs and it is very nice for you to stop back by for a chat and a listen i am your host horena and i would love for you to make yourself at home grab a cuppa and let's see based on my own opinions if these people are indeed a-holes each topic was publicly submitted for public opinion on the am i the a-hole reddit so i have plucked out some tasty am i the a-hole questionnaires, and we're gonna go over them, and I'm just gonna chime in. And you can also chime in by contacting the show at the underscore Cozy Cottage. You can email the show at cottage at gmail.com. You can head to the website cozycottagegaming.com and uh, go to my dusty Twitch channel twitch.tv forward slash cozy horena. So, in this episode, I'm serving up some Am I the A-Hole Apple Pie. Are you tired of wondering if you are the a-hole? Do you sometimes wonder if others are the (laughs) a-hole? This Am I the A-Hole Apple Pie episode may help you find the answer you seek, or at least make you chuckle and possibly shout, Oh, no, they didn't. So, let's dive in. Right, the first, am I the a hole? post is this one. I, female 27, went to a job interview for a potential job opportunity at this company. The interviewer, well, we'll call him Eddie in his 30 30 ish parentheses, welcomed me into the office and had me sit down. First thing he did was look at my CV, then started asking me questions that seemed a little too personal and unrelated to the job. Like if I was in a relationship, whether my eye color was real or just lenses. Also asked how I spend my time when I'm alone, and what type of dudes I like. Like legit personal questions. Don't know if he was testing how I would react, but I kept it cool till he asked me the question of what my greatest weakness was, and I responded by saying, keeping up with your inappropriate questions and answering them politely. He looked at me upset and then told me I had an attitude. It was clear that the interviewer the interview was over. He told me I didn't get the job, which I found unfair because I don't think I deserve to lose the job over what? Nothing? I got into an argument with him and then told him I was going to report him. I went to speak to the supervisor and filed a complaint against Eddie. The supervisor apologized to me and tried to reschedule a new interview, but I was hesitant about it. Later, I was told that Eddie got fired, which made me feel guilty. My mom and dad agreed that his questions were inappropriate, but said that I went too far by reporting him and having him fired. Eddie tried contacting me via email, saying that what I did could have been resolved between us, and even said he could have changed. He could have arranged a new interview for me, but I ruined it for myself and cost him his job. Am I the a hole? no 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 honey you are by far the a-hole this is my reply this is my response you are not the a-hole you did nothing wrong you showed up for a job interview you were being preyed on brought by a serial predator the questions had indeed nothing to do with your job they had everything to do with their inquisitiveness about you putting you in a position where they could test you. So I feel like you were correct in thinking like maybe he was testing you. He was, they do. Predators test their prey. It's like a cat batting around their little mouse. You were the mouse and he was the predator. And he was batting you around, seeing, testing the waters, testing your boundaries, what he could get away with, what he couldn't get away with. And then when you put your foot down and you showed some sarcasm and snark back to him, and when in answering this question, he got offended and then accused you of having an attitude. This is textbook, textbook predator. I would have to say on the spectrum of narcissism, <laughs> narcissistic personality disorder, uh, definitely the minute they they love to test boundaries, the minute you called them out, they clutch their pearls and turn into the victim. And then when you went to speak to the supervisor, and then you found out that Eddie got fired, well, that's most likely because this was probably not Eddie's first time. This was probably Eddie's not first, um, you know, event. This could have been the one that they said, you know what, Eddie, you have already been in trouble. You've already been reprimanded. We have already warned you in the past. This type of behavior, though, many people like where I'm from, the state I'm in, this type of behavior would be sexual harassment. In nature, or the beginning of that grooming period, where someone's testing you to see what they could get away with, and that takes it out of the the employer's hands because then they're actually breaking the law. If Eddie were to act on this even more and uh, even more in depth, had you been hired in, and that's what Eddie's doing. He's screening people. To get the right people in that he could feed on. And he is also getting off on his power trip because he's holding your destiny in his grubby little hand. And you better bow down and kiss the ring or else you won't get the job. You know, Eddie should not be in a position where he's doing interviews. And it is a good thing that Eddie got fired because Eddie shouldn't be doing this. Nobody should. I don't care if your name was Adina and you were doing this to men or whatever. You have no right at being in a position of power, abusing your power and um, preying on people. But this kind of crap happens. And thankfully, sometimes when we do the right thing and we push back and we put down our boundaries and we defend ourselves, we end up questioning, am I the a-hole? well, honey, sometimes you have to be. If someone calls you the a-hole, good, own it. Go. you know what? I had to do what I had to do to protect myself, to hold my boundaries, and to keep my dignity. And you did. And and it ended up well. And I would say the a-holes in this story would be your parents for shaming you for sticking up for yourself. And... So that tells me you are questioning if you are the a-hole because you haven't been given a firm basis for you to launch your confidence from. And typically by in the way our culture is set up, that's supposed to come from your parents, the people who brought you into the world and raised you. And I can speak from personal experience that that is that is um, a pipe dream. Not everybody has amazing parents. So I can definitely understand where you're coming from, where you feel secure enough to stick up for yourself. And then you started to question yourself because you heard that he lost his job and then you kind of felt bad. But you know what? You didn't do it to you, to Eddie. Eddie did it to Eddie's self. And this wasn't Eddie's first rodeo, all right? He's been doing this. He's a serial person, serial predator, serial offender. And Eddie's going to get another job, and he's going to keep doing the same thing because that's what they do. <laughs> they don't learn from their lessons. They they find that they've done nothing wrong. And you can find that out by his reply to you saying that he tried contacting you via email saying that that what I did could have been resolved between us. AKA, that means, why did you tell on me? I could have apologized and we could have handled this and now everybody got to see who I really was and now I got fired, how dare you? You know, and that's what they do. They do. People like Eddie, they laugh at your boundaries, then they push your boundaries and then they turn into the victim when you uphold your boundaries. So, and then when he says, and he could have arranged a new interview, but I ruined it. Yep, because once again, people like Eddie, they never will accept the responsibility. And you know what? They will never ask themselves, was I the a-hole? They don't care. They don't care. They're above that. That That is what this reeks of narcissism. Oh, it's on the spec. He's definitely on the narcissism spectrum. NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, runs on the spectrum, and Eddie is on it. So, um, nope, honey, you are not the a hole. Let's move on to the next one. All right, this next post. Is titled, Would I Be the A-Hole If I Reported My Coworker to HR for Asking to Touch My Hair After I've Repeatedly Told Her No? This says, This is my first post. Sorry if it seems confusing. For context, I, 20 male, have been growing out my afro for the past seven months now, and I am extremely uncomfortable with people touching my hair in general or being in my space. It's not the first time someone has asked to touch my hair, but normally they stop asking after I tell them no. My co-worker, 36 female, for the past month has been asking to play with my hair non-stop, making comments like, it's so fluffy, I want to play with it. Every time I tell her no, which is met with a why or okay, I explain to her that I don't like my hair being touched or people asking Or being, or people being in my personal space to which she'll nod and say, okay. But come the next day, she asks again. There's been a couple incidents which I really, really why I'm pushing just to tell HR. She texted my dad, telling him to tell me to let her touch my hair which led to him calling me and telling me to just let her touch it. Quote in in parentheses, my dad and I work for the same company. Without asking me, she came up and touched my hair while I was waiting for my shift to end. I work graveyard and she works the morning shift. Most recently, she asked to touch my hair to which I replied no. And under her breath, she called me an a-hole for saying no. I try to avoid confrontation as best as I can, but I cannot think of anything other than going to HR. I don't want my coworkers to see me as an a-hole, but all of them just laugh and tell me to get over it. So yeah, would I be the a-hole for reporting there to HR for harassment? Then they said, sorry, I know this seems silly because it's about hair, but I finally get the chance to grow it out since I no longer live with my mom who had an issue with me growing it. Okay. You're not the a-hole. Not at all. This person, this person is the a-hole. Your co-worker is the a-hole. There's so many red flags here. So many. And the first red flag is the fact that we have the female being the aggressor, um, almost double the original poster's age. For context, he says that he is 20. She is 36. She's almost she's pushing forty. She's she's climbing, you know, up that hill. And the fact that this chick called your dad further to further push your boundaries. Like this once again, I swear, this whole am I the a-hole or just so, like poor people dealing with narcissists. Once again, we have boundaries. The original posters post saying, this is my boundary. This is my hair. Don't touch it. That's it. That's all you should ever have to say. No, you should only have to say no once, right? After you have to keep saying no, you know what she did? She didn't like that you told her no. So she wants to hit that boundary again. And then she's going to double down. She doesn't just go back with the same amount of power for her attack, she doubles down. She ups the ante. She's like, oh, you're going to tell me no? Well, now I'm going to call your dad. Uh-huh. And so she calls your dad, which is disgusting. I feel like that's a um, an HR violation because just because you it's your dad and you work for the same company, the fact that she's calling, where did she get your dad's number? right? Was it a directory that's open to all employees? Sometimes that's not a thing. Sometimes they do not want you just randomly calling people. I don't know how she got your dad's number. I don't know. But the fact that she called him, now it's mixing your home life, your out-of-work life with your work life. Showing you, look at this. I'm not going to take your word for it. I'm going to force you to give me what I want, it's, to the person that thinks that this is just about hair, that's why they, the original poster feels silly, because this is the diabolical nature of predator type people. They will start with something that seems very minute, something that seems very comical, so that when you complain about it or question yourself about it, they get away with it, right? So she, this is a power play that's taking place. What's happening is, is they're pushing up against the boundary and then the chick is going, I don't like the boundary. I'm going to kick the boundary and I'm going to go get your dad. And oh, now you're going to have two people telling you to just get over it. What they're really doing is attacking you um, to give them what they want. So once you give in and go, yeah, touch my hair, then what are they going to do? When, then when that little monster was fed, it's going to get a bigger appetite and it's going to come for something else. Right. These people who do not respect your boundaries will never respect your boundary. And it's not necessarily even about you when it comes to these predators. It's all about them feeding themselves. This person is thirsty and they want attention, whether it be positive or negative, and they want to feed and you are their trough in which they want to do this. So... Definitely contact HR. You've laid down your boundaries. They've butted up against it. They went around it. They went to the point of calling a family member to telling them to give them what they want. And then they called you in a hole for doubling down and then again holding your boundaries. That is your body. That is your personal space. It is your hair. They have no rights to any of it. You should only have to say no once. Get, go right to HR and tell them what's up it's hair but it's your body it's part of your body it is you your personal space is your personal space and they need to respect it and if they don't they need to be held accountable you're not the a-hole the chick is the a-hole and your dad for telling you <laughs> just let her touch your hair no I believe that's what he said right let's go back she talks to my dad telling him to let me touch let her touch my hair which led to him calling me and telling me to no see this is weird it's weird a lot of weirdness I would just I would set that chick in for harassment 100% all right (laughs) you are not the you are not the a-hole for wanting to do that Alright, number three, am I the a-hole for leaving a wedding early as a bridesmaid and causing the wedding to get charged, the wedding to get charged $500 cleanup fee? Let's dive in. They start by saying, I, Jane, 21 female, was one of Vanessa's 21 female, three bridesmaids, and her wedding was held at a remote lodge venue up a mountain. When everyone got to the lodge, we did a dry run of the ceremony and surveyed the place. I assumed that the men would go to their cabin and the women would go to ours and we'd relax before the wedding. Instead, the men immediately headed to the liquor store and the groom and bride's mothers began ordering the bridesmaids to move furniture into place. That night, the women did everything from dragging 200 and 50 chairs out of the shed and setting them up to hauling furniture down two flights of stairs and positioning it in other places. Because I was the tallest and the strongest person in the group it was mostly me that had to haul the larger pieces around and the mother and the mother-in-law of the bride largely stood around talking about details with her. I asked repeatedly if the groom and groomsmen could be called to help, but I was told that we didn't want to bother them and that they're out unwinding before the big day. Whatever. <laughs> ah the father of the bride was a ha- the father of the bride has a heart condition, and the father in law was much older and walking with a cane, so he couldn't help he couldn't help out either. At the end, the two very sweaty hours, I had splinters, blisters, and was covered in sweat. But everything was set up. Whoa. Oh. Here we go. There's more. Now I'm already snorting. There's more. During the wedding, I learned that the bride and groom were trying to avoid all of the setup and takedown fees from the venue. The groom's mother condescendingly patted me on the arm and said that everything would be okay because Jane's our workhorse. What? What? <laughs> oh, I wish I could, like, like, rewind time and, like, dive in and be like, smack, smack. Don't you call her a workhorse. Oh, here we go. I can already get in flustered. All right. After a bit more conversation, I found that the plan for the bride and groom to leave, the plan was for the bride and groom to leave, and that the bridesmaids and groomsmen were to stick around doing everything from cleaning up trash to moving the furniture back where we had gotten it. Toward the end of the party, almost everyone had left, and I realized that two of the groomsmen were so drunk that they were going to be useless, and it would again be on the bridesmaids to clean up and pull all the furniture back up the stairs, and I went to tell the bride goodbye, judging from her slightly panicked expression, and, oh, you're leaving? You're leaving now? Questions, I realized that she definitely expected me to move the furniture back, but didn't want to say anything while surrounded by people. So I left, and my phone blew up as I was driving back down the mountain. The other bridesmaids were texting me, and the Vanessa's mother left me an angry voicemail about how I was bailing on my duties as a bridesmaid. The next day, I woke up to a massive paragraph from Vanessa that said it was my fault that they had to pay the $500 cleanup fee because they weren't able to get everything put back in time. So for this, am I the a-hole? <laughs> no. Nope. 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 The only thing you could have done differently, in my opinion, that's just my opinion, is maybe when she said, oh, are you leaving? You're leaving already? I would have said, I'm leaving right now because it has come to, I have come to the conclusion that you intended me to do all of the heavy lifting. You intended me to do all of the hard work. Nobody, You did not set up anybody to help clean up. You did not ask me ahead of time. I I am not your cleanup crew. I am one person. Just because I'm stronger and taller and bigger than everybody else doesn't mean that I have to do all of your work for your wedding that you never asked me to do. You made me one of your bridesmaids, and then you assumed that the entire responsibility was on my shoulders. And for that, I say, congratulations on your wedding. I'm going home now. Have a lovely day. And then I would have left. (laughs) So that would have been the only tweaking I think I would have done, as I would have, you know, just spoke your piece, because then at some point... I can only speak from my own personal experience. At some point, when you don't speak your piece, and then that long drive back home, you're like, I should have said this. Brr, I should have said that. Brr, I should have said this. You know, and it would have felt a lot better if... I. One, I'm very proud that the original poster, that that she said, listen, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I love the fact that she jumped ship and said, no, this is not cool. I did it once. I'm not doing it twice. And the fact that the freaking mom referred to her as their workhorse. Oh, Jane's, I workhorse. I'll show you workhorse, honey. You're going to be working that horse because I'm leaving. That's what I want to say. So it sounds once again, oh, what is this? What are these poor people? Oh, I just want to like rip into the story and like go through a portal and like go and, you know, sit on their shoulder and be like, "Mm oh, But I'm once again proud. I'm proud of this original poster for sticking up and being like, no, I'm not putting up with this again. I did it once. Now that I see that it's an expectation, I'm not doing it again. And the fact that you're putting it all on me and I'm the workhorse, that's just disgusting. It's disgusting. Nope, you're not the a-hole. The parents are the a-hole. The woman who called you a workhorse is the a-hole. Your friend's the a-hole. The people who texted you and harassed you is the a-hole. And good. The fact that they owe you, they owe you money for your time of your hard work. That's ridiculous. Who does that, you know? And what should have happened was they should have locked down the people that were going to help them right up front. They should have said, listen. There's a $500 cleanup fee that we really don't have the money to swing, so we would love it F, you know, can some, can, you know, put it out there and go, is anybody willing to help us and then make a list? Is anybody willing to help us get the furniture around, carry it up and down stairs, be able to place it and then able to help us tie it all back up and put it all back when we're done. You know, this creepy sneakiness that they did to the to the poster just tells me that they are sneaky people and that they were going they saw her kindness and and her person and jane they saw jane's kindness and they wanted to they wanted to exploit that and so instead of just being upfront with her and treating her with the decency and the respect that she deserved and and uh, you know keep them from having to pay the $500 cleanup fee it's good that they did it maybe that's a $500 lesson on how they need to treat people right they had to pay $500 and maybe the next time they go and try to t- t- treat somebody like a steaming pile of dookie and call them workhorses and act like everybody's beneath them and they need to do all their work and put it on one girl and you know no it's i feel like they exploited her kindness and a lot of people do that people who are happy or jolly or polite and nice or soft spoken they tend to get ran over really easily by predator people so i am so proud of jane for going now she recognized this she recognized what was going to go down after the wedding and she's like bye i just wish she would have said why you know said listen i'm on to you and your sneaky little ways you little (laughs) dirteter i would have said mm mm." so Nope, you're not the a-hole, they're the a-hole, and I'm happy that they had to pay a $500 fee for being the a-hole. So, moving on. All right, now we're into the fourth and final segment for Am I the A-hole Apple Pie, episode one titled, Am I the A-Hole for Installing a Lock on My Bedroom Door? I am a college student living with my parents for the summer. Typically, I live on my own on campus in an apartment, but my university closed my apartment building for sanitary reasons. I have been living with them since May, and I contribute. I pay a third of the rent and utilities, while I also pick up the chores that I used to do. Sounds legit to me. One of the biggest problems living here so far is privacy. Growing up, I had no privacy from my dad. He believes since he pays the bills, he has free access to anywhere in the house. Growing up, he never knocked. He would come into the bathroom while I was in it and just never let me feel any semblance of privacy. I have talked to him many times about it, but he's been refusing. The compromise we reached is that he would knock to tell me he's coming in. So he'll knock, then he'll immediately throw open the door. I cannot stand this. The amount of times I have been caught naked by my parents as a grown man is ridiculous. So I decided that I would do something about it. My door has never been able to lock. My dad took it out when we moved to this house maybe eight years ago. I fixed this. I found a way to change the door handle and fix the locking mechanism for my door. The next time he tried to come in, he knocked twice, then immediately tried to open the door, but he couldn't. I could hear him messing with the handle before him asking if the door was locked. I told him I fixed the lock on the door. He started yelling at me through the door. Typical parent (laughs) crap. I'm letting you live here, this is my house, and you did not lock the doors in my house. This led to a massive argument through the door. The next time when I come home from work, my door is completely off the hinges. So now I have literally no privacy in my room. My mom and my older sister both said I should have just learned to live with this as it is his house. Am I the a-hole? Hmm. No. No, you're not the a-hole. And I say this because, one, you're paying your part. You're doing the chores. You're paying the part of the rent. You're paying the part of the utility. You discussed it with him. He agreed to compromise and that he would not... And then he would just knock and then throw open the door. The one thing I would have done differently though, is I would have let him know that I fixed the door. Because I feel like the elevation in anger and the reaction that happened after he, he could not, I feel like you could have said, hey you know, I would launch the conversation off from the one that you had about him just coming in It's like, Hey dad, you know, I, you know, the conversation we had about you coming in and I'm older and I'm playing my part and I, and I would like to have some privacy. Um, I figured out a way to put a lock on my door. And then if he's an explosive type of person, I would just say, just because I need overall privacy, it's not like it's just you, but you know, there's other people living in the house too. So I would just try to like, not because with weird, your dad sounds like a weirdo. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. So with weirdos <laughs> that you have to live with, you don't want to sound like you're like talking directly to them. You don't you don't want them to feel like you're attacking them because they're easily, they easily get triggered if they think, especially narcissistic people. Once again, the screams of a lot of creepiness. Um, I would have said I would have tried to to. Uh, alleviate the confrontation because obviously you're living there because you have to, right? So if you have to, then you're going to have to choose how you walk on these eggshells because if you didn't have to live there, you probably would be somewhere else. So I'm assuming that you have to survive in this crappy situation. So in order to do that, I would have said, hey, you know the conversation we had the other day when you kept busting into my room and you kept... You know, and, and you caught me off guard. Well, I just wanted to let you know. Because you're a man. I'm a man. Um, I will, I want to let you know that I fixed my lock on my door. There's a lot of people that are still living in this house. We're all adults. And so just if you knock, I'll come and I'll unlock it and I'll let you in. You know, so I just want to let you a heads up. Because I don't, I don't want you trying to open my door and then not knowing why you can't. So I would have just given them a heads up. And then... You wouldn't have ran into the fact that his ego, the minute the dad tried to open the door, his, his ego, and that's what happens with people like that, because he already is established, like, he's just like, in my head, I'm just picturing this big, it's my house, It I do what I want, Ugh. and like, the mom and the sister have already been beaten into submission because they said, my mom and my older sister said, I should have just learned to live with it as it is his house. Yes, it is his house, but you're also paying. If you weren't paying your part and you weren't doing your chores, paying utilities, paying your rent, then he could say that in that weird typical cliche, I'm your father and this is my house, blah, blah, blah. You know, then, then he could argue that and then, you know, it would hold more weight. But the fact that you are paying your own, holding your own, doing your part, and then all you did was want privacy. And And come on, you're an adult. You shouldn't have your parents busting in and seeing you in your birthday suit. Should not happen. They shouldn't want to. They shouldn't want to see their grown son in, in his birthday suit. So that's triggering too. That's something that is a red flag. The dad wanting to barge in, if he's barging in on you as the son, he's probably barging in on the daughter. That's not okay either. There's a lot of toxicity, a lot of red flags going on. I think that if, I think you should probably try to get into another apartment. (laughs) Because this is not going to end well. Um, no, you're not the a-hole though. I think more communication can help a lot of us in a lot of situations. And when we don't communicate 100%, we run into further problems. So the, we, we're a lot of people that have a hard time communicating, they feel like, oh, I don't want to say this. I don't want to rock the boat. But then... By not communicating, you hit that iceberg and your whole boat just breaks in half. So a little bit of communication can indeed go a long, a long way if if delivered correctly. So, no, you're not the a-hole. Your dad's a creepy mofo. And I if I were you, I'd want to get out of there as soon as possible. And it's gross. Whatever he's got going on, it sounds like he has cultivated a home environment where he is top dog and the minute you push against him he turns evil and it's there's no room for that I don't there's a lot here (laughs) there's a lot here there's a lot like like yeah and I'm just gonna answer the question no you're not (laughs) because I could go on for miles on all the red flags here but honey you're not the a-hole all right So this has been the first episode of the Cozy Cottage Gaming Podcast. Am I the A-Hole Apple Pie? Each episode was publicly submitted for public opinion to be given on the Am I the A-Hole Reddit group. So these are real problems posted by real people and I am giving my real time... Reply Back to it. These are my opinions. You don't have to share them. You don't have to like them. You don't have to agree with them. They're mine. If you want to give yours, go there and give yours. Or make a podcast and and do it your own way. But these are mine. And I am answering on the fly. And there's a lot that I could say that I don't say because I don't have the time (laughs) to say it. So, if you would like to join into the conversation and add to what I said, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Cozy Cottage. You can email herenascozycottage at gmail.com and you can go to the website gaming.com and you can visit me on my twitch.tv forward slash cozy underscore harena. So I hope you enjoyed this episode where I served up the, am I the a-hole pie? I hope that you found some answers. If you were in the same situation or similar situation and at least made you chuckle or possibly shout, oh no, they didn't. Because I know I was thinking that multiple times. Like I had to keep reading and going, oh my gosh, I just want to reach in and just smack these people. Anyways, so I hope you have a great day and I hope to see you on the next episode. Bye.